were watching Console Conversations. And hello everybody, this is me and Hayden's podcast, Console Conversations, we're at episode... Hello. We're at episode 7, or season 2, episode 2, we are here with our brand new rebooted series, and we're so excited because last time we did this with episode 6... And the premiere of season 2 with my 100th video, we just did a general news roundup. You know, there was a theming around how coronavirus was infecting, uh, affecting, not infecting, um, the gaming industry. But this time around, we have two ginormous brand new things to tell you about, and that is the brand new Last of Us 2 trailer and the Inside Xbox event that they had where we got to see Xbox Series X games for the first time. So, let's talk about the Inside Xbox event. So, I was interested in this because they were showing new gameplay of the new console. Usually, I'm not interested in Inside Xbox, but they showed a lot of new games this time. So, let's get into the first game by Playism. And this game was an amazing way to start the conference. Honestly, it was probably my favorite game that they showed off this whole event, so that tells you something right there alone. It looks to be very interesting. I believe it's called yeah. Bright Memory Infinite, I think, and mm. it looks yeah, really one. cool. So, I think it looks like it's going to be doing a lot, a, a great job of combining, you know, old traditional Chinese motifs with modern ones, you know, guns and a bunch of cars and vehicles. You know, they have Roman-style knights as well and sword play. So it looks to be a really cool and interesting, fast-paced shooting game that looks to have a lot of its own unique ideas. Mm-hmm. So, what and, did you... Um, I also like how it's, like, there's, like, some platforming but it looks like just the normal like you get up on stuff from other things like normal shooters do yeah. but it, it's it seems like it's like this kind of like it might be like this game where you're going through different time periods to do things yeah i, I think yeah i would definitely agree with that it looks to be very interesting and I think it's Bright Memory Infinite will be a really, really good game. So, yeah, this was a bit of a more interesting conference. They didn't really dwell on things too much, which I definitely appreciate. I don't know about you. Um, but I thought it was really good how they were just um, going game after game after game. Yeah. And so... I I just really like admire how they were able to just keep it fast paced. You know, a lot of these events they're dragging on and on and on and on and on and on and on about one game for half the conference. But this one it was game trailer, game trailer, game trailer, game trailer, game trailer, talking, game trailer, talking, game trailer, and then it ended. Now I wish that they had announced a new Banjo or Conquer game, or Perfect Dark. 
by yeah. by Rare. And I wish they gave us more details on Halo Infinite. But I think that they showed off enough new games that as long as most of them are exclusives, I think that I won't really I don't really have a problem with this conference. And then after talking a bit about the conference in general, they jumped into a game that at first I thought was Cyberpunk for a split second, and then I realized this is not Cyberpunk, this is a racing game, and I'm not a huge fan of racing games, even Mario Kart, I, some of the titles, I just, no, I'm not a huge fan of, but I do like CTR. But majority of realistic-type racing games, I'm not into. I don't know about you, Hayden, but... Well, I've, I've never... I don't play that much realistic racing games, but... Um, it, didn't, it didn't seem like a racing game at first, but with, like... But I think, like, a theme of all the games that they're showing off is that... There, there's a lot of like space like games or like futuristic games yeah. like that. Yeah, there were like three or four games where at, for a couple seconds I thought, oh, this is Cyberpunk, and this was the first one of a couple. But this is Dirt Five, and it seem it's obviously part of a series because Dirt Five. But you know, I just am not a huge fan of this, and then. They just jumped into a new trailer. Now, they didn't say world premiere before this one, so I was a bit interested, uh, because I don't know if they ever told us about this game before, or maybe they just forgot to put in world premiere. But if you are squeamish towards uh, kind of gross and more disturbing imagery, then I recommend just skipping to the next game we're going to talk about. Because this game is yeah. is called Scorn, and it at first when I saw it, I thought it was Elden Ring because it kind of has that aesthetic, you know, of the Dark Souls and Sekiro games, of that, you know, that hopeless, gruesome, and dark dungeon. So it, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really think I would personally play this game based on the kind of horror game it seems to be. Maybe if it's more horror action or survival horror kind of like you know like the last of us and those types of games i think i might try it out but based on what it's looking like right now i think it might be too freaky for me yeah it it doesn't i didn't um really understand what it was about like it was just like a bunch of silence until the end which was kind of weird but i do think it's like a horror game kind of thing yeah, and it's pretty interesting because most of the games they showed off were shooters and horror games, which is similar to the Xbox 360, where they had a bunch of shooters and horror games. You know, State of Decay, uh, Walking Dead, um, Dead Rising, and um, Alan Wake, all horror games, most of them zombie games, that were big games on the Xbox, and then the other big games were Halo and Gears of War, so they, I'm a little worried that they're not gonna, that they're gonna be more on par with the 360 and not have the benefit of, you know, the PS3 being useless, so pretty much every game was a 360 exclusive. 
Um, and I was, uh, I was hoping for them going for, you know, the first Xbox levels of quality and quantity in terms of exclusives. And maybe we'll get that. This is just the first look, but you know, I was a bit worried. Then they showed off Chorus, which is, I think, a multi-platform game. I think. And it, and it looks really cool. It's, at first I thought it was Crimson Skies, because, you know, it's a flight on-rail shooter type game, and it had a bunch of red mm. in it, uh, but obviously it wasn't, uh, as soon as I saw some of more of the trailer, but it does look really interesting by itself, it looks very unique, especially for the genre, because, like, what's the number one thing I think of when I think on-rail shooter? Star Fox, and I'm sure most people agree, and yeah. most of the games are just retellings of Star Fox 64, so... Mm. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm just hoping that this is very unique, and it seems to be taking some horror elements with it, and some action elements, and it looks to be pretty cool. Yeah, it, it seems it, it seems like an interesting game, but it also seems somewhat linear. Like, yeah. well, I guess that's the the genre that they're in. So it, it's kind of like a building on, but um, I probably won't get it because I don't like those types of games. Yeah, and speaking of not like not liking a certain type of game, Madden 21 was next, and boy did I not care about this. I <laughs> skipped over this entire part, uh, which was a bit long because, you know, well, and I didn't skip over it, I just didn't watch it because I watched this presentation live, but <laughs> this was definitely not for me. They went into a ton of detail about this, and, you know, that's fine, there are a lot of Madden fans, but if you're going to do that, then take the time to also explain to us more about Chorus and uh, Bright Memory Infinite and more games like that. So, I'm... I... Yeah, I was not interested in this. I am not a fan of the Madden games, and they acted like this was a huge deal, and for Madden fans, yeah, this was a big reveal, but Well, I, I mean, mean, it's not really, it didn't seem that much different. It's just like, yeah. it, it's just bare graphics, and um, yeah. well, it seems like bare audio as well. Yeah, and honestly, it, well, yeah, now that I think about it, it wasn't even really exciting for the fans, because we already knew that they were going to have a new Madden. Like, do you really think they would just end the series? It makes tons of money, and it happens yeah. every year. It's ridiculous for people to act like this was a big deal. Like, sure, it was a reveal of a big game, but not one that's surprising in any way. I would say what's more surprising is... is learning more about certain games we already knew about because at the because at the very least then you don't know you're going to learn more about a game but this was so obvious from the beginning like i don't know why people are acting like this was one of the biggest reveals of the press conference yeah it seems um kind of it, it seems like it was kind of big, like, um, a triple, interesting triple-A game that people were expecting, but, I mean, it probably, it 
you probably could have had more gameplay footage, like gameplay footage of Madden, if they yeah. were going to like talk about it more, other than just like hyping it up and give hyping it up by showing other versions, other like past Madden games, and not really showing a lot of the the Madden twenty twenty or Madden twenty the Madden twenty twenty one game. Yeah, I I mean. To any of those of you watching who are Madden fans, that's fine. Like, that's cool. But to us, at least, this was not a big deal at all. We're not hugely interested in this, but luckily, they immediately jumped in with another game that you might want to skip because it starts off kind of gruesome. Uh, but it looks to be very interesting. It looks very stylish, I'm gonna say that. And the gameplay, they didn't really show it until the very end. It's supposed to be a sequel to a very old PC game, I believe. Um, I think. I don't, I'm not sure about that. But it looks cool. It's called Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines uh, yeah. 2. And this game has some vampire motifs, but I don't know why it has vampire in the title, because... There aren't well, a ton of vampire things that they showed in the trailer, at least there might be more I in mean, the game. It's, it's probably about you as a vampire. Well, that and, makes sense, because you're only going out at night and you're hunting people. And you have spiritual powers and stuff. Yeah, so I I was very interested in the get this game near the end of its trailer. The first half, I was like, what the heck is this? I mean, I thought it looked stylish and interesting. I like how it's going for like a 1920s ballroom style with like its, its themes and its music especially. But I just, I didn't know about this game. But then they started showing more gameplay and mixing parkour and this action style of gameplay. And then I really started to be like, oh, this game might be interesting because, you know, we're starting to show this really fast-paced gameplay where you can, like, warp gravity and time and do a lot of interesting fast-paced stuff. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I don't know about you. Yeah. I... It looked pretty nice. Yeah, I think it's going to be really kind of empowering about how you're able to, like, you know, just pick up weapons and hit people with them, and just, it's going to be, I, I hope it's just snappy and fast-paced, and I think if it's that, I think it'll just be everything it needs to be. I think that'll be pretty great. So, yeah, that game looks pretty promising, and I didn't, I don't know if that's an exclusive. It might be. Um, but then, they hit us with another brand new reveal and this was of a game that i think looks to be probably my second favorite game that they revealed at this event this game is called call of the sea it has one of the coolest art styles i have ever seen so amazing such amazing graphics and it looks to have like a puzzle oriented dungeon crawler style of gameplay kind of like the 3d zelda games but it's also combining the gameplay of uh, the vanishing of Ethan Carter with you walking and traversing these beautiful landscapes. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be very interesting and have a lot of its own unique ideas, which I really hope it does. And, again, the best part to me was the art style. Like, just not only does it look really good, but it looks, it doesn't try to go for this unique style. 
yet it still looks impressive because with most of these games, you know, they're trying to go realistic, but they don't yet have them fully developed for the most part. So they you're not able to see a huge leap forward from the last generation. But this game has such a unique art style that I really think that it shows off the new graphics well. And right after that, another brand new reveal. And this was a very weird game because, like I said about Dirt 5, I thought that this game was a cyberpunk trailer. And this game is more so than any other game that thought made me think was a cyberpunk trailer, but made me think that for, like, a quarter of the trailer. It was completely focused on this cyberpunk aesthetic, the same one, but it does have its own unique ideas. It has a lot of these troller, troll things, so it's going to combine trolls and humans and show yeah. off the social com combinations between them. And it's called, I believe, like, The Descent. Um, oh, yeah. And it, it looks to like be... A... It, it seems like an interesting game because it's like a, a third-person, top-down, like, team-managed shooter game, which seems like an interesting game, especially for, like, um, a third-party game that's probably going to be one of the first games on the Xbox. And you don't see a lot of those types of games. Yeah, I mean, it was just a very interesting thing to see. Um, the Ascent looks like a very cool game. It doesn't really show off the hardware very well, but it looks like it's going to be a fun time. And then, they just kept going with these reveals. Then, we had the brand new premiere of The Medium, which is a new horror game because you know don't have enough of those but this game looks to be pretty unique it looks to be taking a style of combining the realms of the spirit world and our world into one and it's i hope it does a lot of interesting stuff with you know, combining the two and making that into a major gameplay focus and making that like a snap thing that you can do at any time to make the gameplay fast-paced and interesting. So I just hope, um, you know, this will be a good, uh, a good game. Um, and if it is, yeah, I, I think it'll be very fun. So I just hope it doesn't end up blending in. Yeah. I mean, um, games that have, like, mechanics that you can see, like, certain things, or, like, air interact with certain people by doing a certain thing, they're not that common, so this game shouldn't stick out that which is, which is good. It, it seems like an interesting, like, horror, horror game. Yeah. Or, yeah, I think, I think this game looks to be pretty cool, and it seems, again, like I said, you know, as long as they're able to make the gameplay m mechanics interesting in their own way, I think it'll be pretty good. I, th I think it'll have a lot of promise, and I don't think it'll be, you know, disappointing in, in a way. So, I, I just hope that they're able to make it, you know, fast-paced, interesting, and 
hopefully it's an exclusive. I just want more Xbox exclusives because the amount they have for the Xbox One is abysmal. Um, yeah. So then they gave us another trailer, and then we were starting to near the end. And I thought this was Cyberpunk as well. Again, it's called Scarlet Nexus, and it looks to be a very cool game. You know, it's combining, I believe, the world of Paris with a lot of Japanese anime style and robotic cyberpunk mm. stuff. So it seems to be mixing a ton of different genres and settings, which hopefully should make it interesting. And when I first saw it, I thought this was interesting. Then I realized, oh, this might be an, an this is an anime game. Maybe not, because sometimes those end up just being fighting games, which are my... I don't like fighting games, but it is not a fighting game. It is a third-person slasher, I guess you could say, where you're using these giant weapons to attack things. And it looks like it's going to be very interesting, so I, I don't know about you, but I thought that this looked pretty cool. Yeah, I think it looks uh, like a pretty interesting game. Yeah, I, I just hope that... You know, like I said with most of these games, I hope they're able to make the gameplay, you know, just seamless. And all the gravity shifting mechanics look like they're awesome. And if they can blend those together in a sublime and just just fast-paced, awesome, action-filled action way, I think it'll be a really, really, really fun game. And I just, I hope it'll be unique. And again... <laughs> Really hope it's an exclusive, because if it's not an exclusive, then I'm not nearly as interested in watching these Inside Xbox presentations anymore. Because if all they're going to reveal is multi-platform games, why do I care? Um, well, I mean, most of them, like, if they were exclusives, it would have said Xbox. Well, so well, that's not necessarily true, because they only usually do that at E3. Um... But I'm just hoping that it is. And what's interesting is the Scarlet in the name seems to be using the same font that they used for Project Scarlet at E3. So that's interesting, too. Then, yeah. we had another trailer, which this was, I believe, the very last game that they revealed that is not confirmed to be on other platforms. And, or has oh, yeah. not already been announced. And this is Second Extinction, which at first I thought it was a new Turok game. I thought somebody had revived the series from Acclaim. But no, it's actually a brand new IP that seems to be taking a lot from Turok, which is a great series of games. Definitely great games on the N64. But this seems to have a lot of its own unique ideas. Really cool exploration mechanics, in my opinion. And I just think it looks like it's going to be a fun shooter. I'm a bit sick of seeing shooters on the Xbox, but this one looks to be, you know, a bit le less taking itself serious and has a completely new setting. So I think it'll be relatively cool. Yeah. So after that, we got Yakuza Like a Dragon. And this wasn't a huge announcement on its own because we already knew about this game we already knew it was coming out we already knew it was coming out in 2020 we already knew the name but we didn't i don't think we saw cutscenes or gameplay at all and 
we certainly did not know it was coming to Xbox because Yakuza has only ever been on PlayStation. And I'm wondering why all of a sudden Sega decided to put this on Series X. Maybe they wanted to finally break free of PlayStation with the Series X and maybe they were disappointed in Xbox in the previous generations. So they decided, oh, they're ha and maybe they looked at their games lineup that we haven't seen yet and been like, okay, we want to help bolster the lineup. I don't know. That's my personal theory. I don't know what yours is for why that they put this on the Xbox. I think, I think maybe what they did is that they paid Sega to put their game onto the Xbox. That, so that would, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, this game is going to be on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Windows 10, and that's just what we know about now. May he who knows? Maybe Nintendo's going to get the Yakuza games, which would be pretty cool. But I haven't played the Yakuza games, but this game looks pretty cool. Yeah. So, I'm just wondering to see if they can make it, you know, cool and have a better story than previous games. But I think it'll be relatively fun, even if it is isn't super original, because the older Yakuza games, I haven't played most, I haven't played them, but they look to be really fun. So I'm just interested in seeing what this what this brand new game has to offer, and I just hope that it's you know interesting and does a good job of being of sticking out from the other Yakuza games. So mm -hmm. they showed us quite a bit for this game. They showed us quite a bit of gameplay. They showed us a, a lot of the story, and they definitely did show us that it was on the Xbox, that's for sure. Um, mm -hmm. They did show us a lot. Um, they pretty much showed us everything for this game that we needed, and then they just moved on to the last game that they revealed and they talked for a little bit you know about xbox and about how we're creating virtual worlds and all that stuff but this ended up being a reveal for a brand new trailer for the new assassin's creed and personally i'm not interested in assassin's creed i yeah. haven't played them played them a little bit but i have not played them that much and i just was like no <laughs> i just no. To me, the worst part is the story. I just don't like the story. The gameplay is, uh, okay sometimes. It has some fun parts, but the majority of the game is grindy and boring. Yeah, this I new one... The, yeah. The gameplay for the Assassin's games has kind of degraded over time. Yeah, I mean, the first game people saw is decent, and then as it went on and on and on, people were like, first off, you're milking your franchise into the ground, and second off, these games are getting worse and worse to the point where they're glitchy, buggy messes. Some of them may be fun, um, but you cannot deny that they have tons of terrible glitches. I will say, however, they do a great job with their trailers, and hopefully, hopefully for the first time, this trailer actually represents the game well, because it looks to be taking more of a story-based approach, and I don't know how to really describe this, but certain games give me off it, this vibe that they're it not... Kind of, it kind of seems like the Xbox version of um, God of War. That, yeah, well, it's gonna be on PS4, too. Um, but, yeah. but what's interesting is just how, uh, I mean, like, I, I honestly think 
that certain games that try to be open world but have the camera zoom out and the character is so minuscule, um, like all the time, if they're trying to be these hugely narratively driven open worlds, I don't consider them to be on the same level just because the ones I played. But this one seems to be taking a different approach. It's going to have more of a God of War style camera angle, mm. same as like God of War and Horizon. And, you know, Spider-Man and Breath of the Wild, I consider open world, but they're not massively focused on slow paced narrative. But I, I just hope that they're able to build that tension and that that world more. So I really hope that that game is a lot better, and hopefully it will be. So that was pretty much all that they revealed. That was all of the games that they revealed, and they didn't reveal any more. They talked for like an hour about a ton of stuff. But that concludes our first topic, the Inside Xbox mm -hmm. presentation. So... Now it's time to get into our second topic. Go. So, The Last of Us 2 got a new trailer, and this is going to be our mm -hmm. second topic out of three. So, this topic, uh, this is a trailer that premiered a few days ago, uh, at the time of recording this, and it shows off a lot, like, a lot, so I'm just interested to see what this game has to offer, so let's just pick it apart piece by piece, so first, we can see Ellie sitting down with scars all across her back, ind indicating that she has been morally wounded so we can then see her riding a horse letting us know that the horse gameplay that was in the last of us one for a bit will appear we can see her aiming her gun at some dead hanged bodies indicating that there is some kind of evil group and we can see her in what appears to be the hospital from the end of the last game and she is just brutally killing people and it, it's astonishing really to think that this is gameplay like this is not this is not gameplay this has to just be faked like i can't believe this would be running on the ps4 i mean i'm not sh i'm not saying they're lying but i just i can't believe i mean it. it looks it looks more like um not it it looks more like not gameplay like um uh, more of a cutscene. yeah cutscenes, and those usually look better than the gameplay themselves and also, um, technology has advanced, yeah. so the animation, it's much um, better, the animation yeah. of these games is a lot better. Then we can see Ellie with blood on her face mourning over someone, and then she's in a hospital in a red room with somebody saying that we could have, quote, we could have killed you, and then Ellie responds with, well, you should have, and the trailer ends showing the logo of the game. So, let's analyze this a bit more. So, this is the point in the video where you should click off, skip until the quick fire round, because right now, right now we're talking about some spoiled stuff. So, if you haven't played the first game, do not watch this, or you want to go into the series, into the second game completely blind. We don't have any of the leaks that were leaked, because we're not going to spoil that, because we're not evil. Um, but if you just don't want any theories to poke at you, 
if you've played the first game but you don't know anything about the second and you just don't want them to poke at you, that's fine. Just skip to the quick fire round. So, I'm gonna say my opinion, then Hayden, you can state your opinion, and then we all just discuss. And this will be a bit of a more shorter topic because it wasn't nearly as long as the Xbox event. But we'll still get some good ideas and good content out of this. So, I'm gonna go ahead and state my opinion. And my opinion is that the dead body she was mourning over was Joel. I think Joel is gonna die. Um, no, I don't I don't think that they would show Joel before and then after that because that that doesn't really make sense. Well, it might I'm be someone I'm else that she's gonna, met. Well, yeah, maybe. I th I'm thinking she's gonna he's gonna be in like the first part and then about halfway through he's gonna die. Um and then my only other the the two things I really want to discuss are the la are the last two shots and what we think the antagonist of the game is. So that's my theory for the shot of her crying over somebody's dead or wounded body. And um my theory for the very last part is that she's talking to Marlene, who was the leader of the Fireflies from the first game, and the person who tried to kill her and Joel at the very end of the first game. Um, so, she, I think she's gonna come back, and she's gonna try to kill Ellie again. Well, I mean, I... It makes sense for her to try and kill Ellie to get the cure, but, I mean, that would be kind of, um, like, reusing the same, like, like people. Wow. Like, it makes sense to have another, well, like, group. Yeah, but that's why I go into my third point, which is about who I think the main villain of the game is. I think it's gonna be the Fireflies, no doubt, but I think... Based on the enemies you were fighting in the gameplay demo that they showed a couple years ago, or I think at E3 2018, I think that they have resurrected some people by using, like, the zombies' stuff. So they've resurrected them and mixed their DNA with that of the zombies, I think, and that has led to these huge beasts of people. So that's my theory, and I think that'll keep the game fresh, but I don't know what your theories are. Well, I think what, what it would be is that it might be, like, kind of that, and it's like, they have to try and find and stop the people that are resurrecting these dead people with the zombies' DNA. Yeah. And, yeah. and it'll just be kind of that. Yeah, so, that is... It for our Last of Us 2 breakdown of the new trailer. So, this is where we start the final part of the video, the quick fire round. So, in this quick fire round, we're just going to shout out anything we have to say about the world of gaming. And I'll start us off by saying there was a theory going around about The Last of Us 2 that in the game you would have to kill dogs. Thankfully, that is not true, because if they if you had to kill dogs in that game, I would not play it, because I love dogs. I have one. Oh, yo, you don't know if that's not true. Well, they confirmed they it's not true. Um, 
I have one sitting next to me right now, in fact. So, I love dogs. I do not want to kill them. And Naughty Dog addressed the rumors, saying, No, you will not have to kill dogs in the game at all. Which is good. So, do you have anything just want to throw out there? Gaming news or gaming opinions? Yeah. So, I was thinking recently on Sony um, that they recently had the trilogy of the Uncharted games for free on PS um, if you had a um, PlayStation online subscription. And then the next they made it the or a few months later they made it the Uncharted games or the fourth Uncharted game and then that same month they also made the Uncharted trilogy free again. So what mm -hmm. I'm thinking they're going to do is that they're going to um, on the PS5 or like late PS or later this year, like the PS5 or PS4, they're going to have another Uncharted game that they're going to release. And they're just playing all these Uncharted games for free to um, get well, us. I see what, um, I see what you're saying. To the thing. I see what you're saying. But mm -hmm. you said that last time, and let me tell you why I have to disagree again. So, one is because... Right now, they have The Last of Us 2, so it's probably to hype people up for that. Two, another point about The Last of Us 2, if they un if they release un the a new Uncharted this year, then that would completely eat away any possible interest that The Last of Us 2 would have, and that wouldn't be a smart business well, decision. Not and necessarily because... And three, I don't think that they can, because Naughty Dog isn't a huge team. They can't just be working on... A, a giant cinematic shooter and a and a g even bigger cinematic shooter, and also they said that they are done with uh, Nathan Drake's story. They confirmed multiple times that Uncharted Whoa. 4 would be the last game they would be making, and that's why the fifth game, Uncharted: The Lost Legacy, was not made by them at all. It was made by Sony's Ben Studio, who possibly well, could be making a new Uncharted. But I yeah, that's what that's what I I'm think, saying. Like, I think it's gonna take company. them a few more years because consider the gap between Uncharted three and four. It was five years, five that years. Was made, that but, was still made by Naughty Dog. Yes. How how long but was the ben gap Studio, between four and the Ben the Studio was even smaller. Ben Studio is even hmm. smaller. So I don't I don't think so. Yes. Any other stories or things you'd like to bring um, up? Mm, not really. Alrighty. Well, I currently believe that that is it for today. So, thank you guys so very much for watching. This is a very long video, but we hope you enjoyed it. And it took a lot to make this video. We had to do multiple recording tries. But we finally, hopefully, got it right. And I hope you definitely enjoyed this video. And make sure, please, to subscribe to the channel. And number one thing is comment down below any suggestions you have for videos in the future. I'm Walter the Germany Ball with Hyde Moody signing off on console conversations season two episode two episode seven in total thank you guys for watching be safe and goodbye